for listening and being a part of Mama Said. And thanks in advance for supporting these sponsors in this episode. They help us have this much fun with you every week for free. So enjoy the show. Well, a, a boy's best friend is his mother. No one said being a parent would be easy, but now you don't have to go through it alone. Actress and mother of two, Jamie Lynn Sigler, has teamed up with musician and stay-at-home mother of two, Jenna Paris, to create a safe place where you can confess your worst mommy sins and still feel like you're killing the mommy game. This is Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna. Today's show is so special to me. We are sharing with you a magnificent woman who I've been inspired by for so long, and I'm so happy to share her with you, Miss Chrissy Kelly. She is a fighter, she is a warrior, and she's an incredible mother to two beautiful young boys. She shares her beautiful images and her story of them both being diagnosed at a very young age with autism and their journey together as a family. I can't wait for you to get to know her. Um, before that, we would love to talk to you again about the American Heart Association. You've probably heard of them by now. They're a relentless force dedicated to fighting heart disease and stroke with a mission to bring the world longer and healthier lives. We sit too much, basically. They're calling us out. Shots have been fired. So this whole time that you're listening, walk around. Sit up and stand up a couple of times. You've done some squats. Do it with me. Let's get our hearts pumping and get us healthier. Set a goal. If you just get off on the couch and start walking and you do that multiple times a week, you hit that two and a half hours of walking week goal, you'll be benefiting your heart so much. So please check out some more facts on the American Heart Association's website by visiting heart.org and start making moves. This is Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna. Hello, and welcome to Mama Sad. I'm Jamie. And I'm Jenna. Hi. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. Thank God I saw you last night. Thank God. Because I feel like it like reconnected I know. me to, before today. We see each other so much that mm-hmm. when we don't, I'm like, whoa. Yeah, this it's feels intense. Strange. I'm like, did we yeah. break up? I What's know. happening? I know. We're here. <laughs> Thank God. Yes. How are you? I'm I'm okay. Yeah. Today was Milo's first day of school, but I'll... Oh, do you want to... Do you want go me ahead, to, babe. Okay. Go into the okay. window. Mommy, win! <laughs> Mommy, fail. So, win, fail. Um, I'm just going to be really simple about this win. Milo started school today. It's a win for everyone. Yes. For me... For Milo, poor guy has been so bored. Right? bored. Yeah. Um, we've had the longest, you know, summer in the history of anyone's school. Um, so there you have it. It's it's a win for everyone. He's going to be so happy now. He actually was so cute. He woke up this morning. Before he ran into our room, he got dressed yes. for school. Isn't that the cutest and then he when ran that into, time comes? Yes. And then he ran into our room at six thirty. He goes, "It's school today, and I'm dressed." It was Aww. adorable. Um, and then my fail is that pertaining to being bored at school, I pretty much lost my shit the last week with Neil being out of town mm. and Milo being home with me. Not the home with me part isn't the bad part. He's just so incredibly bored and I have to sit at home for Daisy's nap and blah, 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 that I was just like just firing off bad stuff. Like I was just, I was in an awful yucky mood. Um, One after the other, I was just apologizing to him and then yelling at him and then apologizing. Mm. And, um, and that's it. I I felt kind of icky and I feel kind of icky, but, um, but it's been a lot. My husband's been out of town basically the whole month, like this, the last 30 days. Yeah. Um, So it's, I've been, you know, pretty stressed out and I have, you know, help and those help days are amazing. But um, even during those help days for the last uh, month, since he's not been in camp, I have been taking Milo yeah, yeah, during yeah. my nanny days because I didn't want him to sit at home with the nanny. So, yeah, it's been hard, but I'm good. Okay. What well, about you? Um, let's see. So, um, I have had I've had a really bad week. I mean, it's been like a good slash bad week in the sense that I started a new job, which has 
been so fun. I wish I could talk about it. They actually told me like we can't talk about yeah. it. But it's so bizarre and it's so fun and it's so kooky and crazy. Uh, I'm so excited to hear about it. But I had something that I also can't talk about that's something really bad that happened. And it's just um, just unfortunate. It sucks. I mean, it pertains to my MS and um, I'm okay and we're fine and it, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to be fine. Um, it, it just was like um, it's a symptom and a moment that happened and it sucked and it really really threw me for a loop and in turn made me um really numb all week Mm. with my kids and that's my fail is that I feel like I I never try and take my own shit out on my kids but it's almost like I couldn't even get myself there Mm -hmm. to be like the present mom like I was wasn't yelling at them I didn't snap at them I didn't anything but I was just you're like just, a zombie. Yeah. And um, I'm with my kids so much. And obviously, they're so sensitive to my energy. And Bo can articulate. And he's like, you okay, mommy? I love you. And he's being very, very sweet. But Jack, um, I was putting him down. And I was giving him his bottle. And I was just crying. I just had tears pouring down my face. But I wasn't looking at him. I was trying not yeah. to let him see. And I feel this Aww. little hand reach up and just grab my face Hmm. and it was like he doesn't know he doesn't know but he he knew something and it was that's my win that was the most magical moment i think i've ever had as a mom was just like feeling so vulnerable and sad and allowing myself but also trying to be strong for my my son to not show him and him to just feel it and like be so close to me and grab my face it was um just really sweet and really like I said, all you need. it was all I needed. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be okay. Everything's better now. Um, but yeah, so those were my win fails. And um, oh, another win oh, is that. Jack started um, preschool, like not preschool. It's, we let, we call it glorified daycare, but it's just something that's really cool here called portable classroom, where when your little ones are a little too young for preschool, but like so bored at home all week, um, you take six kids and three teachers and you put them in somebody's home for just three hours and they play. And the first week, Jack cried the entire time. And I stayed in the house and listened to him cry and couldn't eat and just just felt so guilty. Like, why am I doing this to my kid? I want him to be having fun. So the second day I brought him, uh, the third time I brought him the second week, I told him, I was like, can you play Old Town Road? Because he loves that song. <laughs> so cute. So they started playing it. And through his tears, he starts going, <laughs> And then they put him down and they handed him the little portable speaker. And he just started like bouncing. And th- when I left, he cried. But then she said, two minutes later, she texted me a picture of him still dancing, holding the speaker. So that's the trick. That's what's got him to enjoy his two and a half hours of play. And he's been so social. And it's been really nice to see break for me but it's also lovely that um like he's he's enjoying because i feel like he's been bored at home too i'm not like i can't physically do a million things with him because he is so heavy and so much um so it's just been great so okay there's that okay but mamas let me prepare you for our guest we're going to take a quick break before she comes our guest will make you equally parts laugh your bell to your belly hurts and then rip your heart out with her beautiful honesty. I actually am finally physically meeting her for the first time, but she is no. yes, but we've virtually known each other for years. She is a superhero that has so gracefully shared her journey with both her young boys, Grayson and Parker. Um they live with autism and she is I'm just going to take a break and then I will do a proper, proper more intro because she's so amazing. I can't wait for you to meet Chrissy. We'll be right back. I am not a great gift giver. I'm always trying to think of the perfect gift to get for my parents, my friends, coworkers, but I found something that I think anyone would really love. It's a really special gift for special people in your life and you have to go check out Canvas People. Canvas People prints your favorite memories on a canvas and turns them into unique works of art that add a beautiful touch to your home. To me personally, art is photos. I love walking through my home and being constantly reminded of beautiful memories. And when I heard about Canvas People, I thought what a cool way to effortlessly decorate your house with family photos 
that look like art. My mom saw a canvas print in our house and she loved it. So I ordered her one for Christmas. So as a very special, very limited holiday offer, canvaspeople.com is offering their popular 11 by 14 photo canvases for free. That's right. Free. These normally sell for $69.99, but you will pay nothing. Just cover shipping and handling. So to get your free canvas text, mama, to 64-000. Just pay shipping and handling. This offer won't last. Again, text MAMA to 64-000. That's MAMA, M-A-M-A, to 64-000. Have you guys ever heard of Crayola Color Wonder? Um, It is like the most amazing thing to ever be invented. Let me just say that, Crayola. Good job. If you're using regular markers that are like getting all over your walls from your kids and your furniture and everything, like stop what you're doing and just purchase Crayola Color Wonder with our, of course, our discount code. Um, You guys, these markers will only color on a special paper. They do not get on anything else. They do not get on your carpet. They do not get on your furniture. They do not get on your walls. Like how many of our children have drawn on walls before? Like I'm sure... I'm sure I did not actually because I'm so OCD about cleanliness. I'm sure I was like the only kid that didn't. But anyway, kids are messy. You guys, please purchase these wonderful, amazing markers. And it's buy one, get one 50% off. Mess-free color wonder with free shipping at Crayola.com slash Mama Said. That's Crayola.com slash Mama Said. And now back to Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna. We are back with Chrissy Kelly. Life with Grayson and Parker was a blog she began when her young son was diagnosed with autism, and she is one fierce mama who is a legit world changer. She takes life by the horns and fights relentlessly for what is right and never gives up so that the world can see through her beautiful photos and incredible words that we can change the way the world views and talks about autism. Please welcome Chrissy Kelly. Hi, Chrissy. Hi, Chrissy. Hi. I'm so excited to be here. We're so happy to have you. Thank come, you. Come up. I was you telling, can pull it close um, to you. I was telling Jamie that I listened to your guys' podcast. I live in the Central Valley. Yeah. And it's about a four and a half hour drive. And I was listening to the podcast almost the whole way. Oh, my God. Um, obsessed binge. with the grief one. And... Yeah, a lot like of people are driving, <laughs> crying out loud, laughing out loud. I'm like the people driving by me are laughing, are <laughs> confused, or yeah. calling emergency services. Yeah. But I was telling um, Jamie that you guys are so good together. Um, there could have been two of yous doing this podcast, or two of yous, like the collaboration and like the harmony. And I, I said that I have one of you in my head at all times, and one of you in my head oh, at all wow. times. Funny. Yes. So like even when you're like your daughter got hurt with the. The, the um, keypad. Yes, the key and lock. I was like that. When my yeah. kids were little and people would come over, I would be like, oh, God, where do I look? Yeah. Do I do? And, yeah. and you're like, I need to pay much better attention. She's yeah. like, no, you, no, you need yeah. to live a life. <laughs> yeah. Like, hello. Yeah. And I'm like, that's the two voices I'm hearing. It's like the, yeah. No yeah. devil, but like... You're Jenna and you're Jamie. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Angel one and angel two. Yeah. that's Isn't that such a sweet compliment? Yes. It's so Thank cute. you so much. Um, well, first, I'll, I'll guess I'll give a background of how we met. Okay. Um, so you used to work in pharmaceutical sales, right? I'm yes. saying this correctly. Yes. So you worked in pharmaceutical sales with um, our mutual f- good, good friend, Nick, um, whose sister, Alicia, is my trainer. Uh, but I've known Nick for many, many years since I moved to L.A. And he... Um, we were, we were always talking about like wanting to create a TV show or do something together, produce something together. And he's like, I have this friend, Chrissy, who is such a superhuman, wonderful, amazing person. And I think a show based on her and her life and this incredible blog that she had, and this was before speechless anything. Mm -hmm. Um, and so he introduced the two of us and we just got to talking and we were brainstorming. And then unfortunately, you know, Things happen, life's happened, things fell off, but don't think that I'm not sitting here being like, I'm going to call Nick and I think we need to get back on this because even last night I was going through your blog again and just reading so many posts and I just, you're such a beautiful writer and you just, you make things so real and honest and accessible and, and whether you have a child that is living with autism or not like we all have stuff and we all have things and you just put things in such perspective and you feel so connected to you 
and understood and heard and you're so wonderful and I just really want to I think we both just want to really throw this to you and just take us through how the blog was born and your journey with Grayson and Parker and just all about life and then where your sort of activism now has come on behalf of them. Okay, so I first started writing a blog when Grayson excuse me. That sounds, <laughs> You've that got sounds it. better. Hug the mic. I need a um, get comfy booster yeah. chair. <laughs> She's I'm just such a tiny you. little human. So when Grayson was six months old, I realized right then how fast parenthood was going. Mm-hmm. And I am a control freak and I can't control time. Mm-hmm. And he's getting bigger and he's getting teeth and he's crawling and he's doing all these things and I don't I didn't want to forget a single minute of it. The ironic thing is I never took pictures. And I would feel immense guilt. And phones like, you know, 78 years ago, just kidding, Grayson's 10, but <laughs> phones didn't have the capacity yeah, they have now. Right. And so we couldn't document every moment. And I, so then I started writing, I'm going to write in a journal and I'm going to record all my feelings and all the milestones and all that stuff. And I could never find a pen. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, well, this is not working now. So then people had started blogging. This was probably gosh, 10 years ago. And I said, I'll write a blog. My family lives in Missouri. Mm-hmm. My husband's family lives in Jersey. And we lived in Hermosa Beach. And so it was a nice way for us to be in touch or yeah. for them to see what was going on with the kids. Or I only had a kid. Um, and so I started writing. And like, I think I need to delete these blogs. They were so stupid. I wrote what I thought a blog was supposed to look like. I love that. I love seeing the, the, the horrible. Oh, no, no. no, it's bad. But I'm, I'm okay yeah, with it yeah. because that was. Don't ever erase it. Okay. okay. Agree. Yeah. It's, and it was like, dear little fishy, you swam in the bath tonight. Like it's. Aw. But, no. but you know Every when you're like. mom will understand and, uh, and relate to that. Like I. If it wasn't for that, you wouldn't have grown into what you are today. Yeah, totally. You have to start I had to somewhere. find my voice. And, yes. you, and you you improved and you learned from that. I think it's beautiful to um, see the progression. Miles Davis, the jazz artist, yeah. he said something. I'm going to paraphrase. It took me a long time to learn how to play like myself. Mm. Mm. That's cool. And so cool. it took me a while to learn how to write like me. Mm-hmm. And so as I'm writing, as life's unfolding um, – I always thought I'd be like this career woman and I would have kids and that wouldn't define me. I kind of like eye-rolled stay-at-home moms. Like, they just give up their passion. Like, what's going on? Like, that's not going to be me. Mm -hmm. And Grayson's born. And I was taking four months off work. And every single day I would sob. And I remember my husband said, I think you have postpartum depression. I'm like, it's about work. That's all I sob about. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't want to go back. And he said, we can't afford to live on one income. And I was thinking, ever, okay, maybe we'll move. I'm open to moving anywhere but New Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> and so there was an opening in his company in Fresno. So I first went back to work for like four months. And um, we went and we spent the weekend in Fresno. And I hated it the first time. I love it now. But yeah. I hated it. I'm like, okay, we'll move. I don't care where we move. Like, I just need to be home with Grayson. And so we did. And it was amazing. It was just the two of us. You know, every song that came on the radio that was a love song was, like, for Grayson and I. Yeah. Like, just two lovebirds, like, exploring Hermosa Beach. Yeah. Or at Fresno at the time. Right. And um, when Grayson was nine or ten months old, we wanted another child. I I didn't get married until I was 32. So – we needed to crank some. We didn't have. I didn't have gray till I was thirty-five. So we had to crank some babies. I'm like, out. me too. I'm like that sounds. <laughs> yes, that yeah. sounds so young and normal to me. It's much more normal in Los Angeles, in Missouri, where I'm from. They're like twenty-three. Yeah. She's not married. Is she gay? I don't know what's <laughs> oh going on. Oh my god. And so, um, my you know ovaries were turning into raisins. So I <laughs> was like, okay, we need another baby. Come on. And again, control freak. I'm like, I'm buying the ovulation kit. I'm buying right. all the things. I, this is not guesswork. Let's not do any more work than necessary. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so I get pregnant with Parker. And it was so much easier. I just feel like the second time around, I'm like a huge feeler. So my feelings with Grayson was like, this is bizarre. There's an alien in me. Yeah. I don't feel connected to this 
moving mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not myself. I'm exhausted. Like, but with Parker, I was like, okay, it's still weird. This is weird. Yeah. yeah. But it's less weird to me. And Parker was born. And the first was horrible. Uh, I felt like I was cheating on Grayson. Yeah. I felt like Parker was like a sweet stranger. And I had interrupted Grayson's whole life and routine. And he actually completely pulled away from me right. for a f- several weeks. And How old was he at the time when he was born? <clears throat> uh, 22 months. Okay. And so also at the same time, we're hanging out with other friends. A lot of them had girls. Mm-hmm. And they were talking and chatting and waving and blow kisses and all that good stuff. But, you know, Gray's a boy and boys are later and all that good stuff. So Grayson completely pulls away. And I remember the first week I was home, Michael was taking Grayson to bed. And he came over and he said, give mommy a kiss. And he just slapped me. And there was so much going on inside of him. And I didn't Mm -hmm. know what it was. And I felt so helpless and Mm -hmm. hopeless that I could fix this. And so I'm reading and reaching out to people. What do I do? Spend time with just Gray. We'd go on walks. And I just... I couldn't connect. I couldn't get the eye contact. I didn't have those moments did where you have the eye co- did you have the connection before? Yes, but I don't know the day it left. Mm. You know? Um, I mean I would nurse him and our eyes would lock yeah. for hours. Yeah. And I would read him stories and he would giggle and want more. And then it was just gone. And I really realized it after Parker. And then he starts doing Screaming when he's mad. So let's say a lid won't open. Mm-hmm. Instead of being like giving it to me, it's instant screaming. Yeah, yeah. Frustration. Every time. And, you know, another mom might say, oh, my child does that too. But they might do it once and four times they might still ask you. Yeah. Great it every time. Don't throw rocks in the pool. Rocks in the pool all day. Didn't care if we were mad. Didn't care if our face looked mad. Mm-hmm. I remember I spanked him and I felt awful afterwards because he looked at me. He's already mad at me. He's already kind of distanced himself, and he was in shock. I'm like, I don't know what we're doing wrong, Michael. We're doing something wrong yeah. because everyone else's kids, like, will hold their hand in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. Gray would dart out. We would have to, like, have a plan. He could not be not. We physically had to have our hands on him. And and he was not speaking at this he point? He was not. Or? He said, like, truck and chips. At 22 months. Yes. Okay. And. I would la- I would joke and say he's going to be like fourteen. Hopefully he'll call us mom and dad by then, because he just wasn't saying anything. Yeah. Right. And my husband has a niece with autism. Mm-hmm. She's older now. Uh, he said to me one day, "This is when I was still pregnant with Parker. I'm worried about Grayson. Like, what do you mean you're worried about Grayson? Like I'm literally about to give birth." And he mm-hmm. said he does some weird things or off things. I'm like, like what? He said, he doesn't like to touch the grass with his feet. I'm like, well, neither do I. Yeah. yeah. It's like he's fascinated by water. Like, so are all kids. Yeah. He can't take care of himself like other kids his age. I'm like, he's 22 months. What, is yeah. he supposed to have a job by now? Like, <laughs> yeah. I was so mad at him. And I said, I genuinely said, this is going on a shelf. We are not discussing this again until after this baby's born. Yeah. This is no. And so he said, I'm going to get a referral to the regional center, which is Mm -hmm. where you kind of go if you have concerns about development or speech or whatever it is. And I said, okay, but you're going to have to take them um, because it was like the appointment was like a month in advance. So fast forward, Parker's born. We've got Gray. Um, Parker was probably four weeks old, and Michael took Grayson to the regional center and had him assessed. And he came back, and he said he had a lot of red flags Mm -hmm. for developmental delays and that, I mean, I would get worried when they were teething or like had an ear infection. I'd take them to the doctor, just do they need antibiotics? Yeah. What's going on? Like, so when you hear this, this was almost too much. Yeah. It was like, okay, a little bit. It's when I started to like build this little house called denial. Mm-hmm. And developmental delay implies it's a delay, but right. we'll get there. Mm-hmm. We'll just, you know, I'll put my control freak into this mm-hmm. and we're going to start speech therapy and we're going to start seeing all the doctors and all the therapists and do the diets. Yeah, let's let's fix this. And you went gluten, dairy, soy free, um, started probiotics, mm-hmm. fish oils, 
progesterone cream, like went to a, they call it Dan doctor. It's defeat autism. It's kind of like biomedical. Mm-hmm. Um, spent thousands of dollars on RNA tests and DNA tests. Like right. <laughs> when, when I see something. When you heard developmental delays, did you automatically think autism? No, because he would kiss us and hug us and would laugh. Um, so to me, he didn't rock and spin. He wasn't rigid. Mm-hmm. He wasn't um, repetitive in any of his, like, flapping his hands or doing anything over and over. So I absolutely did not think autism. Yeah. Um, speech delay. I thought speech delay. Yeah. And, you know, a little bit of speech therapy, all this mm-hmm. diet, yeah. all this therapy, he's going to be great. And uh, I remember once he was looking at his cars, and he was looking at them so close, and he was so fascinated by them. And then he wanted to see the wheels. And I'm like, that's so crazy. He's so interested in looking. I thought these were like Grayson things. He's looking at them sideways. He would see something on the table. And he would go down. He would just get like a millimeter away. Mm -hmm. And I thought it was just quirky. And um, so I would Google all the time. Um, Speech delay, expressive speech delay, um, speech delay, little eye contact. I realized whenever we came home, like when dad would come home from work, he wouldn't look up. Mm. And Michael would walk in and be like, hi, Gray. And in the movies, the kid runs to you mm-hmm. and gives you a hug. And I want the yes. movie thing. Yeah. So this is not going to work for yeah. us. Yeah. So I remember we started a plan. And Michael would tell me like three minutes before you come home from work. And I'd be like, Grayson, daddy's coming home. We're so – I just got to teach him to be excited. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I remember once he looked up, I'm like, it's working. He's like this. Yeah. And then went right back to his cars. But he was in a bubble. He was in his bubble. And um, so in one particular, Parker was four months old, um, Googling session. I put in, looks at things sideways, little eye contact, because there was some. Mm -hmm. Doesn't say mom and dad, doesn't notice when we walk in the room. And I get this screener for autism. Okay, well, I'll fill it out. I know he doesn't have it. And I do, and he doesn't pass. Mm -hmm. And that was the first time that I ever had an inkling, this was not a delay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This was our life. Yeah. And I was physically just, I was ill. Parker was taking a nap. Gray was taking a nap. And I was in bed shaking so bad that my head was shaking and my hands were shaking. My body was shaking. Because I couldn't, we couldn't have this life. Mm-hmm. I, it was more for my son that he can't have this life because I already see how hard it is for him to struggle. Mm-hmm. That we've got to stop this. And luckily, like when I'm really in that place, I can't move. I'll be on the couch for two days. I'll mm-hmm. tell my husband, I'm not okay mentally. You, yeah. you need to take a day off work. Mm-hmm. You need to take two days off work. I get like that too sometimes. I, like it's if I hear big bad feelings. news or something, yeah. Yeah. You're human. You need a minute to process things. Yes. It's totally normal. And so my husband was traveling for work like three or four days a week. Family's not here. I had to like put it all back away. You've got a newborn. Yeah, I've got a newborn. And a kid who is screaming constantly and angry and all these new therapy things, like you said with your son going into the classroom, portable classroom, that screaming especially if you're forcing them to do something like speech therapy or whatever it is, that preschool was good for him. Speech therapy was good for Gray. It's still so painful as a mom to hear their screaming and know I, what I'm supposed to do right now is not rescue you. And every soul, every cell in my body is wanting to go rescue Mm -hmm. you. So um, we started like developmental preschool, um, and all the kids there had some kind of disability mm-hmm. or delay. I had Parker um, strapped to my chest like 24-7. We'd go to speech therapy. Yeah. Um, Parker and I would like hide in the corner so Gray didn't see me and get distracted. And um, I remember I Googled. I started taking pictures a ton because Beautiful once I was. Pictures. Thank you. Once I was a stay-at-home mom, I'm like, okay, I need something. I don't know what it is, but I need something and I need Mm -hmm. an outlet. And this particular mothering gig is my life and it's everything, but it's not enough. It's not my whole life and I need something else. 
And so then I started writing. Um, I started writing and sharing publicly around this time. Mm-hmm. Number one is because I looked for a me mm-hmm. who would be like, listen, this is hard as hell and it's freaking amazing. Yeah. Um, but I couldn't find it. I couldn't find someone who would say, I promise you, you will laugh again. I really thought there were months that went by that I didn't laugh. Mm -hmm. Things that before would make me laugh, I remember just sitting there. Foods that I loved before, what's the point? What's Mm -hmm. the point? And I remember thinking of all the times that I had gossiped with girlfriends before. And it wasn't even like malicious gossip. It's just like, did you hear about Susie and Tim? Yeah, they're getting divorced. Mm-hmm. So, where did you get your boots? They're so cute. Yeah, <laughs> and like, it's like just a blip. Yeah, and I'm like, we will be no one's blip. And at the time, I felt like I had something to prove, which I didn't. But I didn't want to be like, did you hear about Chrissy Kelly? Her son has autism. Mm. Oh, let's pray for them. Yeah. Okay, so you guys want to order like truffle fries? Right. Like, it's like I didn't want to be that. I wanted to write our own story, and I yeah. wanted people didn't know it was so much more than a blip and so much more than like a line to pretend to feel bad about and then move on with your happy and perfect life. And um, I took a picture of the boys in the bath and they had a mirror in there and it was Parker looking in the mirror and somehow in the picture, Gray's reflection was there. And I just went and I Googled I thought um, autism was like Down syndrome, and if it happened to your family one time, the statistics were that it would be way less likely or not as Mm -hmm. likely. And so I said, likelihood, boy autism, like brother. Mm -hmm. And the odds ratios were significantly higher. Mm -hmm. And I was like, "That's that was my sign. Parker's going to have autism too. And he was six months old, and we were doing all the things with Gray. And I just, we just had to focus on Gray. But and you, so, like some, was it just an instinct in you that felt that? Or did you already feel like there was, there was signs? Nothing. Nothing. With, and no, literally all the therapists we would go to at the time for Gray would say, oh, look at that joint attention. Like if I would point to something, he would look. Whereas mm-hmm. Gray never would. Bird, airplane, whatever mm-hmm. it is. Um, he would bring me things to open that's something that didn't happen with Gray that mm-hmm. is also common with autism. And at the time, he made great eye contact. And it wasn't till he was 15 months that I realized he has one word. Because I knew there were days that I would perseverate on Parker. What is he doing? Is he looking at something sideways? Did he hear me when I called my name? Yeah. Like when I called his name? But I really, I don't know how, um, I was really able to compartmentalize that and just focus on raising the boys, like I'm their mom, they're my boys, and getting Gray the therapy he needed. Did you have Gray in therapy every day? Mm-hmm. So first we just went to the preschool and had speech therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, then when at the preschool they had a school psychologist say we'd like to do further observations on Grayson. In the Central Valley, even if the child if the child shows enough red flags – a developmental team like assesses the child, a speech mm. therapist, a nurse, a doctor. Um, they do hearing tests. They do all kinds of mm. things. If they meet enough criteria to have autism or developmental delay, they don't call it anything at that time. But they get you all the services you need. And it's free, right? It's free yeah. up to the age of three. Right. So it's so important to get in there earlier because it takes months to get mm-hmm. the stuff anyway. So um, – I knew we wouldn't have Gray officially diagnosed. Well, I thought we would. I would be fast enough to fix this. But they would reevaluate him at three officially with a psychologist, mm-hmm. a child psychologist. But in the schooling, a school psychologist has different credentials, and they can't diagnose autism, but they could say, um, he's got a lot of signs that could be autism. Mm-hmm. He has autistic-like behaviors. And so – after many observations, they said that he needs to start something called um, behavior therapy. Mm-hmm. It's called applied behavior analysis. It's a science of how learning takes place and how um, how we're all reinforced and how we're all motivated. Um, it's very specific. It's kind of strange at first. Uh, things that a, a typical child will learn naturally, like this is called a fork. After mom saying fork a few times, uh, 
Grayson and Parker have to be taught very specifically. They have to keep data on each attempt, on each success. Mm. Uh, once they mastery criteria means they, they have to do it three times in a row for a period of or four times in a row for a period of no more than five days. So this really strange therapy where they're like, give me bowl. And it'll be like, just a bowl. And he has to hand him a bowl. Okay, good job. Give me the bowl. I'm like, but he doesn't have any other options. But that's how he had to learn very tiny. Then they do bowl fork. Mm. Give me bowl. And still doing it, but he has to disseminate or discriminate between the two. So like mm. just this weird therapy, the first week, it's in your house because it needs to be as close to the natural environment as yeah. possible. Um, he just he screamed. And I would just lock myself in my room and nurse Parker. And they say it's much better. He can't see you because he's going to um, want to be with you. And then the instructors, are, it's just yeah. it's too hard for them. And so still kind of in denial, all this stuff will work and we'll fix it. And um, so I remember Michael was out of town, and we got our day for the diagnosis or for going in for the evaluation. And I had requested a specific doctor because I heard he was really thorough and just really on it and very direct, but uh, somebody who I, I wanted to see him. And uh, we got a babysitter for Parker. And at the time, I used to have – Parker was six months. We didn't really know anybody. He was like a year and a half at the time. We didn't know anybody. I, we had like one babysitter who was like this older lady who would like sit on the couch and watch TV yeah. and like not interact. Yeah. And like, oh, crap. So I've got to leave him at home. I'm so anxious. Michael's out of town. He cannot come in. He can't, can't be in town for this. And so he went there. And I remember we walked into the Central Valley Regional Center. And the whole thing is like all mirrors. And... I saw a reflection as we walked in, and it's so – I think that's when, like, the parallel universe started. Like, I can't be here. I'm not supposed to be here. I'm supposed to be at the park. Mm-hmm. I'm in a different life right now. This is the wrong – this is the wrong one. And this doctor, he was amazing. He was so – I he was direct. He was patient. He got on the floor and got on Gray's level, and he's like, okay. And I said, so how many months does it take you to issue this report? Because people kept on saying, oh, this doctor takes mm-hmm. so long. And he said, well, a few months. And I said, okay, so how will I find out the results? He's like, well, I'll tell you today. And he's like, but you said your husband's out of town, so if you oh. want, I won't tell you today. And I'm like, no, if you know, I have to know. Mm-hmm. You. And I was afraid he wasn't going to tell me that. I'm yeah. like, wait, please tell me. what." And he said, uh, Chrissy? Your son fits the diagnostic criteria for autism spectrum disorder. Mm-hmm. And he said, but he is good. And he said, with a mom like you and everything you've been doing so far, he's going to be great. Yes. And there was a poly period of like five minutes where like all the oxygen like whooshed out of the room. Mm-hmm. And all of his words were like still hanging there. And I hated them. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to hate him for telling me this, but I liked him. And he said, basically, to get an autism diagnosis, you need to have deficits in social areas, communication, and behavior. And so Gray fits the, the criteria for those three things, and that's basically all it comes down to. It's, it's very specific. And um, we sat there and we talked about fishing, and um, he used to live in L.A. too, and... I was like, then he starts telling me, this is what you need to make sure going forward that you're doing. And I'm like, okay, okay. And I keep on going somewhere else in my brain. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like pulling myself back. This is usually when I would rely on my husband to like start paying attention Mm -hmm. and drive the car home. And I look down and I'm writing notes. And um, I was like pharmaceutical sales, Chrissy, with him. Yeah. I mean, I was like, I'm not going to stop in front of him. Uh, I'm not going to make this experience about me. It's about my son. We'll do what we need to. Thank you so much. Um, let's be in touch. And da, da 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 da. And then we walked out, and all the glass mirrors were there. And I was so surprised that we looked exactly the same as when we walked in, but everything was different. Mm. Oh. 
And I looked at ourselves and I took a picture then because I said, I feel like in many ways this is the end of our life, but I know I'll find some way to make sense out of this. It's the beginning of And I'll remember one. that this, this was the moment where everything went up after that. Mm. And then I got into the car and I remember saying, Gray, put your seatbelt on. I'm like, what a joke. You're trying to keep him safe, but you didn't keep him from getting autism. Oh, mm. Chrissy. And I shattered. I mean, I sobbed with like my head holding the steering wheel. And I just shook. And I didn't stop shaking for weeks. And I drove home. And then I felt so sad for Gray that I'm crying about him mm. when he's perfect. Mm. Yes. And so um, then we started to have to do the same things for Parker. And Parker started speech therapy at 19 months old. Then they both started behavior, like therapy together. And Parker was screaming daily. And I was like, you know what? I'm not mad at God, but I'm just going to let you know, God, I'm, you forgot about me. Mm. And I'm not mad at you, but I, I see it. And that's not fair. I totally understand um, that feeling, and and I can only imagine how much greater it can be as a mother um, for your children. But as an outsider, I can say that while I wish that you didn't have to take this journey on. And we all try to find meaning in mm -hmm. things, right? And the reasons why what you have done for your children and for all moms and parents out there that are living with the same situation as you, there is no one else, I think, that could take the stand that you have taken and the, done the work that you have done. We're going to take a very quick break, but then when we come back, I would love to talk about um, more about the boys and the therapies you've done with them, but also to, you know, how you have stood up for them in the world and in the school system and the strides that you are making and the advocating that you're doing, because I think it's really important for our listeners to know about. So we will be right back. All right, mamas, it is the holidays, and I want to tell you about this company that is perfect for the holidays. It is called Zebit. So we've all been there. We've suffered through those times where we really, really need something like a bigger TV to watch the football game or new tires. Yes, we have all needed new tires and haven't had money for it. Um, what about buying your kids a new tablet for school? So when I was living in New York, I remember I so needed a laptop. Mine was dead. I needed it for work and had zero moolah to purchase it. I wish Zebit was around. Um, with Zebit, you can shop millions of products from your favorite brands and pay for them zero interest. I mean, interest-free over time. Choose a product you love and just pay a small portion at checkout and you pay the rest later. So sign up for Zebit today at zebit.com slash mama and get up to $2,500 credit to shop the Zebit marketplace at zero interest and zero cost to join. That's zebit.com slash mama for $2,500 of interest-free credit. Zebit.com slash mama. Happy shopping, guys. It's that time for me to sing the Jingle Ball song, but I will spare you and get right to the point. Mama's support for Mama's Head comes for, to you right now from Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your man's family jewels. And let's be honest, it's not just a gift for them. It's one for you, too. It's the holiday season, so it's time to buy gifts for your man, and we never know what to buy them, so let's buy them the Manscaped Perfect Package 2.0. And if you don't know about Manscaped and the importance of Manscaping, then it's time to hop on the trend again for both of you. The Lawn Mower 2.0 comes inside their Perfect Package 2.0, which makes for the perfect gift this holiday season. It's literally everything your man needs to keep him trimmed, cut free, and smelling nice down there. Uh, speaking of smelling nice, let's be real. Oh gosh, we've all, we've all smelled stinky balls before. 
That's why I am thankful for their Crop Preserver and Crop Reviver. These are actual products that keep the balls from sweating, smelling, and stinking. I will move on and just get to the point. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code MAMASAID at manscaped.com. Ladies, this is a perfect gift for your man and for you. Trust me, he will thank you. Again, get 20% off free shipping with and free shipping with the code MAMASAID at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code MAMASAID. Naughty or nice, this is the number one gift on Santa's list. Hop on that trending sled today. This is Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna. Okay, we're back. Um, so, Chrissy, I mean, first I want to ask, I mean, do you feel sometimes, like, when you look at the boys that, I mean, it's, I'm trying to find the right words here. It's not that you're grateful that they're both having to live with autism and deal with, deal with um, these therapies to, to try and integrate themselves, but, like, do you feel like it's, it's almost nice that they have the similarities for each other to support each other as they go through life. Yeah. Absolutely. Or do you think, or do they have that awareness that they have that with each other? No, no, mm. no. Um, and, but then I also think sometimes that they have some kind of like vibration that I wouldn't even know about, right. you know, it, oh, we're so not na- naive about what the world and even modern medicine, um, knows about the brain. Right. There's so much we don't know. Right. And so I do wonder um, if they feel that vibration. Almost like gay people have like a gay dar. Mm-hmm. They have like an autism da- dar, you know. Yeah. Autodar. Yes. <laughs> so what are the – where are the boys at now? Um, so they're 10 and 8. eight. Yes. And um, so are they in school? What, what has your journey been like that as they've gotten older with, with school and things like that? Um, so – like full transparency, after Parker was diagnosed, I was angry, I was sad, I was mad, I did all the things, I went through all the steps. I didn't care to look for a silver lining. Um, and then I just had this like epiphany um, that this was absolutely meant to be and you, you pray for meaning in your life mm-hmm. and for I, – I have prayed for hard things to happen so – I can make a difference. But I say, like, God, be real obvious about them because I'm really distracted and I won't notice. Mm-hmm. Like, Here's the hard thing. So you can go whichever way from there. Um, and I just really chose to see it as an on purpose. And this is something that resonated when you talked about MS and the grief you have of letting go of who you were expecting to be. Yeah. Um, I call that the parallel universe, and I used to have it all the time with Gray, every single day. Um you know, he becomes very rigid about what foods he'll eat and not eat. And I remember thinking, I wish he would just come in and ask me for pancakes. Like, that's what I thought, like, motherhood was going to be like. And mm-hmm. I'd be like, roll my eyes. I don't feel like making pancakes, <laughs> but I will. But it, it, it wasn't happening. Mm-hmm. And um, we're going to this school for kids with developmental disabilities. This is not the preschool that I was picturing. Um, every single day, all the time, I had this parallel universe. And finally, one day, I realized that how painful it would be if my husband constantly wished I was something I wasn't Mm. or even like reenacted those scenarios in his head. Like I'm like a horrible cook and a horrible driver. What if he was like, Chrissy didn't scare the shit out of me every time she drives. (laughs) My life would be so much easier. Chrissy wasn't the worst cook. I would be so much happier. Like what a horrible, why are parents allowed to do that? But spouses aren't. And so I said, okay, so we're going to baptize Gray. And we went down to the San Joaquin River. And I said, I'm going to let go of that little boy I dreamed up, dreamt up that never existed. He wasn't supposed to exist. Mm-hmm. From this day forward, I'm not allowed to engage in those daydreams ever mm-hmm. again. How old was he when you? He was three. He was a little over okay. three. We took off our shoes and we walked through. It was like celebrating his birth of the real Grayson I got. He's quirky and he's different. And now he can ask for pancakes. So like, (sighs) you know, we time, we just stamp it as so definitive based on a moment or a day. I'm always going to feel like this. This is always going to happen. 
And that's such a joke. Yeah. My therapist always says, always and never. Yes. That's the darkness. That's where you don't listen to those voices. Always and never Mm -hmm. is only dark. Like those, that's you shut that stuff off. So true. And literally, I'm so good at like perseverating in my mind with like a scenario or what was said or what wasn't said. Yes. I literally had to like find ways, like bite your lip, do something when that parallel universe comes into your brain. That doesn't mean like, Full transparency to folks at home. Some people are like, you're so lucky, you're so positive, and you do all the therapies, and you never... And I'm like, oh, no, no, yeah. no, no. I have my moments. Absolutely. Um, but that's sh- what's so special about your blog, is because you share the wonderful things that you do, but you also share those really vulnerable moments. Yes, yes, because it's so... Hey, it's true. Right. Like, all these things are true and right. happening, and I would feel like such a fraud. Like, Right. You know, you could attack me in any which way but if not attacking my character or Mm. say i'm not authentic because those are things i hold really Mm. tight those are labels i'm so okay with like yeah and that's what i want to put out there and that's what i want to put out in the mothering world and much like you guys are saying here's a need how do we fill it i don't have all the answers you guys have a podcast with called mama said that doesn't mean you know everything about mothering and you don't pretend to. But no, you say, that's what this podcast yeah. is about is we feel like we know nothing yeah. about it and we just want to keep and talking we, about and it. And we all feel that way. And only like 72% of us admit it, you know? Yes. And so the more we are able to admit our what we perceive as flaws and our shortcomings and our fears. I think for me, that's the biggest one because mm. I want to be like, I got it all together. I'm going to fix this. Um and I, I don't always have it all together, but yeah. sometimes I do. I think <clears throat> something really unique and special about your blog, and if, you know, no one, even if you read the first, not the first blog you ever wrote, maybe <laughs> for your sake, but maybe your latest entry, just read one because a lot of people like myself don't really, I, I think there are many faces of autism, yes. just like there are many faces of a lot of diseases. Yeah. <clears throat> I remember... Jamie, you always told me there are many faces of MS. Totally. Someone could have MS and you can't tell. Someone could have MS and you can tell that there's something wrong. I think with autism, that's very true. And I think we all know <clears throat> what autism is, but I think there's so many faces of it. Mm-hmm. And it's so interesting to um, just educate yourself as a mom if you don't have children who are um, autistic, to educate yourself because you never know um when you're going to be sitting next to someone with a you know with a child who is screaming and you're thinking you know oh god like stop screaming but maybe that child can't stop screaming right and um i think it's just so important for everyone listening here to maybe just read a little bit of your blog just to educate themselves so the next time mm-hmm. they hear a baby who's crying or a child who's crying on the airplane they're not going to be like F you. I, I'm, you know, there's... Feed your kid. Yes. There's Give a reason. Nap. There's a reason why this child is crying, whether or not they have a developmental delay or whether or not they're tired, you know, or if you're at the park and you can, you know, if there's a child standing alone or a child staring at yeah. your child, it's not scary. It's just maybe the child is interacting a different way. And I think it's so important for people to stop and realize and not judge right away mm-hmm. a child and think, okay. Maybe they're like doing this and it's a little different than what I'm used to. Maybe they're doing this because there's a developmental delay. Um, I think a lot of parents are really quick to make judgments. And I also, I wanted to know because I've been thinking about this the whole time is, was there, do you think um, that there was a time, because you said you don't know where Mm -hmm. and it left him. Mm -hmm. Do you think there was a time where he became autistic? Are you, do you? Are you born with autism? Can it happen um, when later in life you think, do you, was he, do you think he was born without autism? And then all of a sudden he started to get those um, signs or you start to see signs or maybe you just like never noticed before. I'm just wondering, cause I know you said like, it kind of like just his, he was in contact with you and he was doing things and yeah. then all of a sudden it left. Yeah. So there are different kinds of autism and one of them is regressive. And some kids are like absolutely talking full sentences and then lose their language. And then they regress. Okay. And so for Gray, it, I remember when he was diagnosed, I went back through uh, all my pictures and I was like looking for the day it happened or like the day he stopped responding to his name or whatever. 
and um, they don't know exactly how or why. They believe autism is caused by some kind of environmental factors mm-hmm. as well as genetic factors. Right. So um, with that belief, I would believe that he had those genetic that genetic predisposition in right. my womb. Right, right. Um, and so... Do you I, think more because of, of Parker as well? Uh, Parker, for sure. I mean, it's the same genes, but since it was... The likelihood was like 20, 20 times more wow. likely, then that was just mm-hmm. a given. Yeah. Um, okay, so you had asked about schooling. So... Well, um, well one thing oh, I want to yeah. say is that one thing that I... reason why I wanted to bring up schooling is because I, I know you, you have... S- your efforts and you are tireless in in representing your kids and all kids. But you do. I saw you you posted this this flyer that you made for the boys that you hand yes. out to all the staff mm. at the school, which I think is such a beautiful idea. Um, where you can you explain what you say on the flyers? Because yeah, I don't want to I don't want to mess anything up. So when you um have a typical child, and that's usually what you call, like, I'm always worried when I'm talking to other advocates, whether it be African-American advocacy or gay rights or whatever it may be, like, I don't want to say the wrong words. And for me, I'm like, Mm. I don't care. Say the wrong words with the right heart, Mm. and I'll gently guide you. Or I'm so glad we're talking about it, though. So so the opposite of an autistic kid um, is not a normal kid. Right. (laughs) You hear and you go, oh, I don't know why that sounds bad. Um, it is like a typically developing child. Okay. So I'll call it a typical kid. Neither one of you have said any offensive things. So. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. Um, and so f- sending your child to school or new environments is stressful for many parents, um, especially when they're younger. Like, will they know when they rub their eyes are tired? Will they know that they're? you need to force them to eat their sandwich at lunch, but don't let them eat the chips first? Like all these 400 things. Mm-hmm. But when your child can't talk, or can't report anything to you, mm-hmm. um, it was just this, like, terror through my veins. Yeah. On Because all the therapies, I was there for all of it. So sent, turning them over to a place where I'm not there um, was so terrifying. So scary. And so I was like, they need to know that his favorite color is red or that he likes Lay's potato chips. How will they know this? And I'm like, oh, I'll just write it down. So I'm like, I'll just make it like a marketing piece. Like, meet Grayson. He's, you know, now 10 years old. He likes Swedish fish. He doesn't like, because I didn't want him to do the things he uh-huh. doesn't like. Um, this is what we're working on. And these are my strengths. Um, I keep it all very positive. You know, we correct them all day long. That I try to keep, um, you know, sometimes they just get to do their things. You know, you're going to pick your nose right now. I don't really care. Yeah. You know, right? <laughs> right. You want to be naked for seven hours in a row? Okay, yeah. it's Saturday. Yeah. And so um, they just kind of like said what he loves. And I do it for Parker too and give it to the nurse and the yeah. speech therapist and the teacher and the the plant manager or the principal just so they know um, who my boys are. Yeah. And so you as a mom can feel, I'm sure. I did something. protector. Right. And you did something. Uh Chrissy, I feel like there's like three shows that we I need know. to devote to this because I actually want to do – I won't make you drive all the way down to Los Angeles again, but maybe we could do – because we have to kind of wrap this up over the phone, yeah. like an advocacy. Like because totally. there's so oh, much to yeah. talk about of what you do, and I would love to devote a whole other episode to that because it deserves the time. But in the meantime – First and foremost, thank you for sharing so beautifully and honestly, as I knew you would, um, your story. And everyone can go to lifewithgraysonandparker.com, right? And it's yes. the same Instagram. And you can you can um, just read Chrissy's beautiful words and see more about her advocacy, right? Because I think yeah, you share absolutely. a lot about oh, what yeah. you're doing. But we're not letting you quite go because we're going to make you share a shitty mommy. I'm sorry to do that to you. Um, <laughs> no, you're not. You're right. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. Because I can't wait to hear yours. Everyone um, deserves to share their shitty mommy. You're right. Um, but I was so excited for Jenna to meet you. And I'm. S- we're just so grateful that you're here. And I think that there's... So many moms that are just going to be so grateful 
to you that already are. And I just, I feel, I feel lucky that we're able to open up a world to so many moms that maybe feel so confused and so scared and all the things that you felt. Yes. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. You know, just one of our closest friends, my husband's, one of his best friends has autism, um, group of, you know, seven guys and then Zev. And he's a teacher now. Oh, that's amazing. And the kids love him. Yep. And it's just, I feel really, um, I, I, I feel so special every time I get to be with him because yeah. I'm happier than usual. Yeah. And it just, we all feel that way. It's the vibration. Yeah. It's the vibration. It and so. for those of you going through, it, it doesn't have to be autism. Whatever it is that's hard in your life, um, you'll make it to the other side of it mm-hmm. if you want to. Yeah. Mm. You know, we're all here to learn lessons and stories in different ways. And the way I live my life every day Mm. is I look at every single person that I make eye contact with and I just think everyone's just doing the best they can. And that's just the way you have to look at everyone and understand everyone because I think in that level of vibration, Mm. if we could all just give that off to each other, Mm. the world would be a whole lot better of an accepting place, I think. Yes, amen. Um, so we will be right back. With, we'll dry our tears and come back with some <laughs> shitty mommy. <laughs> Mamas and maybe some of you dadas that are listening, I want to tell you about something really special. Um, a company called Privé Revo. I don't know if you've heard of them. They are an eyewear company founded by Jamie Foxx, Ashley Benson, and Haley Steinfeld. Well, they are here and they gave us a code for you mamas because it is the holidays and we want to look our best. So they um, have sunglasses and anti-blue light and readers, over hundreds of styles starting at just $29.95, which means you can buy more than one pair, which is exactly what I have done. Uh, Mila Kunis is on board. Billie Eilish wears them. Matthew McConaughey, super sexy. Uh, You guys, these are incredible, incredible glasses. You have to, have to look. Um, It's luxury at a fair price. It is a no-brainer. It's anti-glare coating. It's UVA, UVB UVB protection. And it's the holidays, so treat yourself. All right, you guys. Go to prframes.com and enjoy 15% off your first purchase using the following promo code, which is... Mama 15. Happy shopping. You're listening to Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna. Okay, we're back with some shitty mommy. First I'm first of all, thank you, Facebook mamas. All I ever have to do is say I need more shitty mommy stories and you guys dump them on us. <laughs> Did you see how many came in? Oh yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I okay. always chuckle. <laughs> Alright, so this one's from Sharissa. Shitty mommy! She said, I needed to bring a crib sheet to daycare for their cot. Searched Mm. high and low in my house for any spares and could not. That rhymed. I know. Finally, my brother, who lives in my spare room, brought out a bin of sheets I had hidden in his closet ages ago. I pulled out a Minnie Mouse crib sheet. Issue, it smelled like weed. Oh, okay. My brother claims he doesn't smoke in the room, and I was in a hurry. I took some ozone spray (laughs) and sprayed that bitch down, followed by some Lysol, and took it right to daycare. You gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah, I would have done the same thing. You know what? I'm sure I got a lot of stuff in my house. That smells I like thought it was going to say something worse. By the way, you did. Yeah, what did you like, think it was there was say? like oh come on bad it? on the sheet <gasps> on Minnie or Mickey Mouse. Yeah, I so I was like, I was like, oh weed. I was like, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> okay. uh, all right, Chrissy. Okay, so my I, honest to goodness, my threshold is so much lower because sometimes I hear these things and I'm like, that sounds like a Tuesday at my yeah, house. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. Um, like like real shitty mom moments are not funny. Like I didn't take Gray to the dentist until he was like six or seven. So that's not it. <laughs> Don't call CPS on me. Um, one thing I like to do is I listen to Howard Stern in the car. And sometimes the boys are still in the car in the back. Or I'll be like watching The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Mm-hmm. I've done that. I used to plug them into TV to like pass the time. I'm like, well, screw that. I need shows. Yeah. Yes. yeah. So I remember once my husband came home. He's like, are you watching The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills? I was like, no. You make me feel so it's much It's Vanderpump Rules, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, why are you watching Even with the better. boys? Because I need to catch up. Yeah. So, yes. When are you going to have the time? Right. right. I need to get it all in before the reunion. Right. So funny. I need to get into this. Yes, you do. I know. Like, so badly. Just to have at least something to yeah, talk I about. Know, I know, I <laughs> know. As if there's not I know, enough. I know. I was like, what? are we lacking? <gasps> okay, yeah. so thank you both. I'm oh, so thank you. Oh, gosh. Are you driving back? We could, she, okay. went, she got to stay in a hotel room by herself by myself, last you night. Guys. Talk about a mommy oh. win. I mean, so maybe yeah. we will make you come down if this, um, if please this do. will keep oh, you in. Oh, you can stay with me. Don't spend the money. You can stay in our spare room. Amazing. 
But thank you so much. We're so grateful. Mamas, we hope that, um, God, you felt heard and understood because you for sure, it's impossible not to with Gracie. And we'll leave you with a mama said. Remember, mama said, when a child is born, so is a mother. Have a good day, guys. Thanks so much for listening to Mama Said. The Lady Gang Network is produced by Will Sterling, Steve Delamater, Kirsten Woodward, and Elizabeth Bakewell. Thanks for rating and reviewing wherever you get your podcasts and tune in for new episodes every single week. We want to thank all our sponsors for this episode of Mama Said. They are Privé Revo. Shop frames at prframe.com and get 15% off with code MAMA15. Crayola. Buy one, get one 50% off with mess-free color wonder plus free shipping at Crayola.com slash mama. Canvas people. To get your free canvas, text mama to 64-000. Just cover shipping and handling. American Heart Association. Start making moves at heart.org. Get 20% off plus free shipping at manscaped.com using code mama. Zebit. Get a $2,500 credit to shop the Zebit Marketplace when you sign up today at zebit.com slash mama. And remember, all the info and links to these sponsors will be available in the show notes for this episode. Hello, hello, hello. It's me, Kelty, from the Lady Gang Podcast. We're kicking off the celebration to International Lady Gang Day on December 10th. Yep, it's a national holiday that we made up ourselves. That's right. From December 1st through December 10th, we're going to be hosting all types of giveaways for Lady Gang merch, gift cards, workout classes, contests for shopping sprees, beauty sprees, all leading up to our main event. One lucky listener of Lady Gang will win a trip to come meet us in L.A. and be a guest on an upcoming episode of Lady Gang. Head on over to theladygang.com to subscribe to her newsletter, and that's where you're going to find out how to win your chances in all of these giveaways and make sure to listen to new lady gang episodes every tuesday and thursday and we'll see you on international lady gang day